Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every morning, Taryn Armstrong talks Big Brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Theo to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for August 17th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Andrew. How are you doing, Andrew? Oh, well, you know, it's I'm here to play chess, not checkers. Yes. <laughs> Good to know. Good to hear. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's ironic that I'm coming from the future because I'm trying not to be a day late and a dollar short. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 22 live feeds. It was day 12 in the house and there's a lot to talk about. Um, so uh, I'm glad I have uh, Andrew here with me. Uh, we talked about Australian Big Brother um, in uh, in the downtime between the, the canceled Big Brother Canada and the start of the season. Uh, so if you checked out that mess of a season, season then um hopefully you're enjoying big brother us yeah um you know like anytime we feel frustrated whether it's that you know nicole anthony's crying or nicole franzel's crying just gotta remember this is still good big brother we have seen the darkness that is big brother australia and we're at the other end of the tunnel here yeah no nobody is volunteering to be bait on the block as of yet so uh i think we're okay oh my god you're giving me ptsd fake pawn master move who knows Mm, all right well let's get into the day because as i said there's a lot going on today and a lot of things are shifting here so we gotta get into it all we started the day with memphis and david David went to talk to Memphis about the fact that he's on the block. Memphis has the veto. Um, He's asking Memphis, like, are you targeting me? Do you have a target? And Memphis is giving that good old line of, uh, I don't care. I don't have a target. Uh, Just doesn't matter to me. Um, Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I was wondering if, like, Memphis had seen, like, the Terminator movies because he was being a little robotic to me. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> I mean, that is that is Memphis so far. Um, David, David's like, you know, so I, I'm, I think people are going to think that I'm coming for you. And Memphis like interrupts him and says, well, you're not coming for me. It doesn't you're not necessarily coming for me. Like this is how the game works. Uh, David, is that uh, the house things flip so easily um, that, uh, you know, you, you can say you're coming for me one week, but then next week you got other stuff to deal with. Um, and so, uh, you know, the power is going to flip. I, look, I, I see this game in, in two stages. First is survival. So we're just trying to survive right now. And, uh, and, and, you know, you, you, you can't play the game with revenge in mind. It just doesn't work for you. So, uh, you know, you can, you, people can think that you're going to come for me, but like, uh, that's not necessarily what, what happens you remember that scene in game of thrones when like marjorie and like all of the like tyrells and the high sparrow are in like the the high sep and like um so memphis high sparrow is like cersei lannister is not here there's no way anything bad is gonna ever happen let me mansplain to you how you know the trial will go on everything will be business as usual and meanwhile the live feeders are like marjorie saying this is kind of what are you doing i didn't like stop it stop it now and i'm telling you one week from now the high sept of memphis will explode (laughs) telling you memphis the thing about memphis is that he really is like um he's a hammer of a player like he just there's not a lot of subtlety to it um but he's playing in the modern game where everybody plays this like subtle floatery kind of game and memphis is saying like screw that i'm gonna do what i want and you guys are gonna have to deal with it and guess what you can't come after me because there are other things that you you're going to have to deal with because I didn't solve your problems for you. And in a weird way, he's a little bit right, but he's being such a douche about it that he might go home for it anyway. Yeah, I think um, I have a word to spell in the spelling veto. It's called H-O-H-itis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right. I think that Memphis is one of those like hyper self-interested people, like you said yesterday that like when as long as you're able to appeal to what benefits him or incentivizes him he will follow through however however the issue is is that he is unable to like um add a little bit of like glide or like uh or a little bit of like uh like lubricant to like grease the wheels a bit like and it's just like just it's creating what you call friction basically yeah and and he he has disdain for the way that people play the game nowadays that like oh People are talking about they need a team like, oh, you need to do what's best for the team. Like uh, this is there's no teams in Big Brother. There's one winner. There's one winner. If you don't, you can be in a team. Oh, like uh, like, oh, they oh, our whole team made it to the final six. Like, oh, great job. Did you make it to the final two? Did you win the game? Uh, that's what matters. Um, it's like uh, like this. This is just um, like Memphis. He is such uh, he is such a cranky old man. About the- Back Vaughn, in my day, yep. if uh, Janelle or Davon are like the embodiment of BB Twitter, Memphis is the embodiment of BB Reddit, where it's like <laughs> someone who has like self interest, knows about gameplay, is like playing for themselves, not the team, but is like talking in a way that can be a little bit abrasive sometimes, and is alienating some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if he was if he was like uh, nicer to people, I think he actually would be pretty effective in the game and would be much more uh, palatable. Uh, as it stands, though, I think uh, I think he's pretty good villain overall. 
I mean, as like a like a former Redditor, I believe that like I like like the Memphises of the world, right? Because I do think that he has like something that I really value in a player, which is self-interest. And he's willing to like, you know, work with anybody or do anything as long as it benefits him. However, I think that um, he's thinking in like BB10 like lingo, mm-hmm. where it's like a very individualized gameplay. While we're, meanwhile, everybody else is kind of like in a post BB battle of the block, us versus men mentality. So, yeah. Uh, so ultimately, though, David is going to come away from this conversation with the realization that Memphis has no intention of using the veto. He's already talking about how like he doesn't care which of the two of them go home like the veto has already not been used. So uh, that's going to be pretty clear. Um Kaser and Janelle are going to talk about the, how they need to save Nicole, that uh, that Nicole is with them. And so they need to make sure she stays. Um, Janelle also uh, mentions that her uh, relationship with Danny is very good, despite the fact that Danny is probably in a different alliance, that they have a deal outside of the house that they will not target each other. And. We had suspected this, but uh, getting, you know, confirmation was good. And uh, it I think it does explain a lot of like why Janelle has had this uh, sort of blind spot for Danny. And um, like, I don't know exactly why Danny does not care about this deal at all. But uh, but Janelle doesn't quite see it. Yeah, I think like Danny's one of those people where I... This, I've been telling my friends that Danny's game is what I call like a half a Marie Kondo and that it sparks joy, but it's a total mess. And somehow it works anywhere. Like Danny's one of those people where we'll talk about it later when, you know, the whole Tyler of it all, where I honestly feel like it's I played Danny's exact game where I'm like disregarding like, you know, some alliances and then spreading information over here and misinformation over here. I, my ass would be evicted in week four. But I honestly believe Danny is somehow like keeping the Jenga tower or like the house of cards, whatever metaphor you want to do, like together somehow. And I'm here for it. I can see her making a deep run. And I haven't felt like this, like, oh, is they're going to like get away with it since like Vanessa and BB17, where I'm like, oh, like it's like it's like someone's dancing on like the razor thin like edge of a knife. And- I'm excited to see which way it tips over. We'll see how long it lasts. Uh, a video has been going around of uh, Danny in the preseason saying that she wants to like take out the queen and be uh, have like have the title as the best female player of Big Brother. Um, and uh, and it, you know it, it, she did come in like ready to go to target Janelle. Like it, it's pretty clear that they that they pregamed and that they made a deal. And that uh, that Danny was playing Janelle in the pregame. Uh, that's that's just how I'm feeling. Uh, we we did also speculate that like um, Janelle might have done something in the pregame. And you know, if we want to go into speculation, then we shouldn't attack anybody for speculation because it's speculation. Um, but like, uh, there's also the theory that if Janelle was part of a you know Nicole Franzel uh, rumor hit job, that that might have upset Danny, who is friends with Franzel, uh, or Danny was just just straight up playing Janelle in the pregame. I don't know exactly what it was, but uh, but it's it's clear why Janelle has had such a blind spot here. Yeah, I would call that pregame the that pregame the amazing race. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, um, I believe that there's actually a secret uh, extra house guest in the season other than Dan Giesling, and their name is Rachel Riley. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, look, there's there's a lot there's a lot of uh, extra house guests that were involved in this game. I think so. Um, well, mostly, I'm here for it. I I'm really enjoying how like no matter how hard Button Boy is trying to hide the extraneous like outside the game information, like it's so obvious to us now that the pre the pre game was almost like an entire season in and of itself. And I'm like, thank you. After like the humdum mundanity of big brother australia i'm like oh my god like we are here for like the like hardcore gamers let's play game on malls <laughs> yes um i know like some people get worked up about like people pre-gaming or people who weren't involved in the game pre-gaming um to which i've consistently said so like uh i bet more alumni than not uh were probably involved in this pre-game um but like it's, it's look either i think you just have to accept that it happens because it happens or uh you can be like andrew and i and be like hey this is fun like uh they all got involved like of course they got involved they're all friends with each other they're all talking to each other um and uh and and what i can also tell you is that it is not as uh conspiratorial as a lot of people have suspected as well so um, uh, it's what Cat uh, Dunning. Uh, it's what Cat from BB Twenty One said. Are you bitches conspiring against me? Yeah. The answer is yes. Um, so. <laughs> Tyler talks with Christmas and Memphis uh, early in the morning. They're trying to come up with names. Uh, now, Tyler and Christmas were literally just saying, like, we hate this alliance and we hate Memphis. But then Memphis came out um, and <laughs> Tyler was just like, so what are we doing for names uh, on this thing? And uh, uh, the usual suspects was shot down. They're not allowed to use that one. So they're trying to come up with different names. Uh, Memphis suggests uh, one name, Six Degrees of Separation, um, which was they were like, oh, that's too long. And Christmas says, what about just Six Degrees? I was like, that's actually great because of like the way this alliance is set up where they never talk. Um, and also it's freezing in the house. Like there are a lot of different ways that this works. I like Six Degrees. So, of course, they completely glossed over it. Um Christmas starts talking about like, uh, okay, what about this? There are these people called pipe hitters in the in the military. They're the guys that do like the most dangerous stuff. Like they they you know fight through any. Like she goes off on one of her things. Um, Tyler at one point suggests, uh, what about six levels? Um, and Christmas goes, uh, no no no, somebody already did level six. Oh who who? Oh, yeah, I have no idea. That was that was me. That that was me. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like um, Hermione Granger has been robbed because we clearly have a time turner, which took us back like two years. Because like suddenly we're talking about level six all over again. I don't even know. I thought that was really funny though. To be honest, like, like yeah, level six two point oh. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh. So Bay and Day are gonna talk uh, a bit. Um. A big conversation between the two of them. Um. Bailey was really sketched out uh, last night by uh by Cody. Um. And what he was doing and how he was ta like talking to them and being like, "Why are you guys talking to Janelle so much? Have you guys haven't been telling us uh, all of the information?" Uh. Cody is upset because like he keeps hearing from other people that Janelle and Kaser are 
linking him and Franzel and Tyler and Danny together and that they're coming for him. Um, but he's not hearing it from the two people that are supposed to be getting close to Janelle so that they can tell him information. They're the only ones that haven't told him this information. So he's like, why, like, are you keeping this from me? Like what's going on? Um, so he had that conversation and, um, and Bailey was like, I didn't like that conversation. Like, uh, like, I don't owe you any information. Um, and so they're, they're concerned about that. Like she's, I'm supposed to be working on it with, on Janelle. Like, why, why are you worried about it? Um, and so, uh, they're, they are concerned and they think that there is probably, uh, some kind of trio going on. So, uh, they don't think that Tyler's involved, but they do think that Danny, Cody and Franzel are, are a thing. I'm gonna say this. I love Bailey this season. Like you were completely you and Tyler were both right when you said that you can tell when Bailey trusts someone because she's mm-hmm. like she drops like the fakeness of it and it's like a, like as blunt as a hammer with you. Like that Bailey Memphis conversation where like Memphis is like, so like um we're not gonna be like an alliance or anything, but like, you know, it's like a gentleman's agreement. And you just see like a siren pop up like like a the fake smile just oozing out, like, yeah, sure. Just, oh, God, I just, look, I know that there are a lot of Davon fans out there, but I will be the first one to say it. This person right here is like a big fan of Bailey. You know, I I, I love Davon as well. Um, I love Day as well, obviously. Game-wise, uh, today is really going to, I think, vindicate that opinion a little bit. Um, but we'll, we'll go ahead and see. Um, so, Day says she wants to try to get Danny to tell her about the 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 three um and they don't want to commit anything to Kaser or Janelle until after the veto um because uh, they would like to play both sides but they're worried that Janelle and Kaser don't even have anybody else so what's even the point um if Franzel goes up that's another conversation but for now they're just going to hold off uh and see w- you know what it's uh, what's going on because like say Day says what what I don't get is that Kaser keeps saying that he's not in an alliance with Memphis but then he counts Memphis as a number for them. What's going on there? What's going on there is that Janelle has the correct read of the house, except she has a giant Memphis blind spot. It's like, that's what's going on. It's yeah. like, a, it's kind of like, um, you know, like those like uh, special sunglasses, which filter out certain colors. Like <laughs> that's like Memphis for Janelle. It's like Janelle has the correct read, but she's like missing one spectrum of the rainbow. And it's like clouding like the information that's like coming to Kesa. And like by proxy, that's why Bay and Day are like confused saying, <laughs> why is Memphis here? Why do we have an extra? It's like Ty from Karong to Michelle. Why do we have an extra person? What are we doing? With this? Memphis has given them zero reason to think that he trusts them or wants to work with them in any way. Uh, he's completely stonewalled them in every single way, except for the fact that he didn't put them. Like, it's the only thing is that he didn't put them on the block. Uh, but everything else, he has just completely shut them down. And they still just go, oh, Memphis is so annoying. But we're still going to work with them. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. But they don't have anybody else. So it's kind of fair. Um, so, uh, yeah. Day said, like, oh, sorry, no, I, I was about to say that, like, that. Ugh, I think this is like a, a mistake on Memphis's part, though, is that, I mean, I know that Twitter has dragged Memphis back and forth about the whole his lack of loyalty to Keisha, but Janelle, I think, and I think maybe it was Kesa who was the one who brought it up. They're right in that the old schoolers are, like, just by the process of association, like, they're just going to be grouped together, right? So it, it, it is within, like, Memphis's incentive. 
and vice versa to keep Kester and Janelle on his good side. Mm-hmm. Just because like that is like one possible grouping. And I just don't understand why Memphis is like so quick to say that, no, the commission is like my real alliance and not even like really entertain the whole like Keisha, Janelle, K-Star of it all because having like backups is like great. I mean, I wish I thought of like the value of backups when my computer died because I would have backed up my files. Mm. It's like basically like Memphis is tossing away the USB drive that is Janelle. And I mean, I'm going to give Janelle and K-Star some like a little bit of like slack because. Yeah, there is a reason why they trust Memphis. I, I really, yeah, I feel like Memphis is so locked in on like wanting to be Dan um, that uh, he feels like he needs his own Memphis. And he, I think he thinks that that's Cody, but that's a very wrong read. Um, so yeah, Day says that she doesn't think Tyler is working with anyone. Um, that she uh, she was talking to him the night before and uh, he was like test me like te- I want to be tested uh, nobody trusts me uh, and so she's been giving him some fake information and it hasn't been getting back to anyone and so she thinks that he can be trusted and now this is one of those things right the idea is you give somebody fake information and then you see if it ever comes back to you because then you then you know that you can't trust the person that you gave fake information to. It sounds very clever when you say it that way. The practical side of it when you actually do it is that it makes you seem like you're sketchy because you are giving out fake information. Yep. It's like from Millennials versus Gen X. Testing me, and it's yeah. like a. The, I'm half expecting like Will Wall to like pop off like a siren, saying the audacity of it all, the goal of it all. It's just like, it's just like what you said earlier about like um when you're talking about Memphis. It, there's a lack of subtlety, I think, just from all the different people when it comes to sharing information and, and like best in, best case scenario with a plan like this you give somebody fake information you find out that it does come back around and you know now you know oh i can't trust this person okay now what now you know you can't trust them so you're just going to close yourself off to working with them you're not going to tell them anything now you now you're like skeptical about them when you talk to them and now they see that you're not trusting them and that relationship deteriorates like relationships are much more valuable than knowing whether or not you can trust somebody with information because you can trust somebody in the game to not put you up but not trust them with information like that like that those are two separate things um and you know it's it's it doesn't actually tell you all that much it puts you in a lot of risk and it damages your relationships i really don't like this idea of spreading false information as a way to see if you can trust people i I don't think it's very effective i agree with you because uh to quote your favorite player dan geesling not to be confused of dan not geesling from australia it takes trust to earn trust. Trust is the real trust, not information, is the real currency in BB. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just going to have to like trust some people. And if you give trust to them, then you'll earn that trust back as a dividend. And unfortunately, I think Day is like almost like manifesting what I hate that word. I'm sorry, Christy. <laughs> manifesting her own like, um, like distrust in a way by not trusting it. And, and as we can see, this 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 method uh, has now gotten a false positive that she now thinks that Tyler has nobody and that she can trust him when that's actually not really the case. And so she didn't even find out any valuable information from this at all. Um, so 
It's not great, but uh, but Bailey does back him up. She says Tyler's loyal to his people, um, and so they think that they can work with Tyler. Um, but Cody is getting messy. Day says he's trying to play Derek's game, but he doesn't have Derek here to tell him to chill out. Uh, so this this guy is is uh, is doing some things late. You know, later on, if he starts throwing competitions, we're going to take that opportunity. We're going to take him out. Um, it's no no more Cody. Uh, so, uh, they are, they are, they're feeling pretty, pretty done with that. Yeah. Oh God. I just wish like people like them were in BB Australia <laughs> back when we were talking about bait, bait. Oh, but you know, um, it's like a day and day in this conversation. They were spilling Angela Clancy's favorite drink, tea. Mm. They were spilling the tea. Mm. And, uh, I think Cody's going to go make it far. Let's be honest. Like. Cody is like, uh, we said this during BB Australia, but the person who plays the least bad becomes the best. And if you're like the, you have the least number of unforced errors, you will like eventually rise to the top like the cream. I think we can talk about it later, but Cody to me, yeah, he doesn't have like a Derek and he is like uh, being a little loosey goosey with some information, but I do think that he is at least not like spilling all the beans like some of these other house guests. Yeah, I am seeing and even people in the chat right now, people have been saying like uh like oh Co- Cody is becoming Polly now. Um like we're seeing we're seeing but uh I think people forget who Polly was. <laughs> like the Polly spiral is nothing even remotely close to what we're seeing from Cody right now. Um like I'm not ruling out the possibility that Cody goes into a Polly spiral, but um but what we're seeing from Cody right now is definitely not a, a Polly spiral. That is yeah. magnitudes yeah. uh you know m- m- crazier. Yeah, it's like my brother Cody actually, you know, is like he's not going to freak out at a butterfly, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so um, they talk about Danny offering an alliance to Janelle um, and they believe this uh, idea. They believe that she did this. And um, so basically, uh, if you guys can remember that Danny had uh, decided to cover herself and Franzel and Cody with Janelle um, at, because Janelle had been talking about the four with Tyler Um and so she thought, OK, if I make an alliance, if I make a deal with Janelle, then I can keep myself myself at the very least safe um, and maybe cover us for with Janelle in case that in case Janelle or case or win next week. And so she offered an alliance with Janelle. She said, I'm you know, we can work with Franzel and Kaser and, uh, you know, maybe Cody and I'm cool with Tyler. And Janelle has been going around like, ha. She revealed the four. I knew it. Uh, she outed herself and she's been telling everyone, including Day and Bay. And so now that it's gotten back to Day and Bay, they feel like this has revealed the true the true hierarchy in Cody's structure is that they those four are or at least those three because they don't believe Tyler was in it. Um, those three are at the top and Day and Bay are way down on the list in Cody's structure, which is pretty true. Um I don't think they're as far down as they think they are yet, but they are pretty far down. And that means that they need to make sure that they're looking out for other things. So uh, Danny definitely uh, messing up a bit here in terms of revealing the pecking order. Yeah, it's like on the one hand, like I agree that Danny messed up. But for me, I just I feel like a little allergic to the whole concept of a pecking order. Like on Survivor, where you can just pagong people and pick them off one by one. I get it. It's like, here's the people at the top, here's the bottom, whoop, done. 
But on Big Brother, I feel like it's almost less of like a vertical integration. There are, it's more like almost like an umbrella, like spokes of an umbrella where like, a, like Cody is like connected to multiple people, like this way, that way, that way, that way. And yes, Bay and Day might be on the proverbial bottom, like, like, but like you said, Karen, they're not as far down as some people, even the fans might suggest, because in BB, it's not Survivor. There is horizontal integration of alliances, alliances um, provided that we're in a good timeline. <laughs> a fluid um it's not like a big boop boop and i know that's my personal take on bb versus survivor and where bay and day sit yeah and and like from my perspective at this point in the day uh or maybe maybe even just like a couple days ago this the position that bailey and davon were in uh i think they had like at least five more weeks before they ever even got into any trouble um and then at that point you were you would probably start to see like some kind of war between Tyler and Cody or Danny and Cody where they would be able to like squeeze into the winning side and make them make an even further run. Um, like, and that's worst case scenario. That's if they weren't able to create their own power in those five weeks. Um, so like recognizing where they are in the power structure is great um as long as they know what to do with it and don't panic and jump out because they're worried about being too low. That was Davon's problem in season 18 is that, she was yeah she was included <laughs> in uh alliances but it was at the bottom and so she said no to them and uh and things went awry from there um and uh, it seems as though this is going to be at least part of a problem that she's going to face here in season 22 to be fair to davon you know we have you know read her a little bit for not wanting to be the fifth to two two pairs but as we saw in big brother australia sometimes being the third to two pairs doesn't always work out for you only in australia though only down under only where things go backwards uh yeah get ready for a takeover yeah so uh davon says uh, davon is also you know ever since danny told her uh davon about uh bailey and janelle pre-gaming uh davon has been a little bit concerned and now this is my this is my read on it. i felt like davon was genuinely concerned um she did talk to bailey about it afterward and she was like hey are you tight with janelle and and bailey said yes but i will always choose you over janelle um but in this conversation as well they they keep saying to bailey like hey if you do if you do go with janelle like please just let me know i will go with you like i am i am ride or die with you i don't want to end up on different sides so please just make sure that if you do and if you do decide you want to go that way i'm with you um i think she is still a little bit concerned about bailey's relationship with janelle not enough that she would ever betray bailey just just in a sort of insecure way of like i hope she doesn't choose janelle uh over me or doesn't tell me if she goes with janelle because i i'm willing to follow bailey anywhere see like to me like my red flag started to go up a little bit where kind of like manifesting you know like when you're dating someone and you keep telling that person yeah i'm totally okay with like you you know hanging out with your like really hot like best friend but you're not gonna leave me right i totally trust you when you spend time with them i'm totally okay with this but like just to make sure we're not on like the opposite sides of things like like could you just like you know let me know if you're spending more time with them like okay like cool and like if you do that enough times eventually there's going to be a fracture in that (laughs) relationship not talking from personal experience maybe (laughs) the the point is that i do think that day like she has like a little bit of ptsd from like the zakia situation Mm -hmm. from bb18 
And I do think that, like, you know, once again, she just needs to trust, have some faith, you know, and uh, just not bring it up. Like, just trust that she will, like, Bailey will pick you over Janelle and then not question it as much. Yeah. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. So Bay, Bailey, Day, Davon, uh, they're going to also talk with David in the middle of this conversation. Um, David comes in and says, look, I don't think the video is going to be used. I would talk to Memphis. Um, they want to figure out where the Franzel backdoor idea came from. Um, it came from Janelle, but uh, they think that it's maybe being uh, floated around as a way to, to test if information is getting around. Um, they ask David, look, is this it? Are you are you with are you with us? And he says, yes, this is the final three. Uh, and they say, you, like, you haven't been pulled into anything else. You've got nothing else going on. And he goes. Well, Nicole and Kevin talked to me um, and this is interesting to me again, Nicole and Kevin. That was kind of a thing. It's a very small thing. Um, interestingly, they do not tell uh, D- David does not tell them about. Tyler in particular, who he is very tight with, uh, he's still keeping that under wraps. He's not told them anything about that. He has told Tyler about Devon and Bailey. Um, he's also not really telling them the, about his relationships with like, uh, you know, Cody and, and Enzo and, and people like that. So, um, interesting i do think he's loyal to them i mean he talks all the time about how important it is for him um that uh you know that like uh representation in in making history um so i think he's i think he's loyal to them but he is also keeping his cards pretty close um which is what they're doing too they're not telling him about everything either um so interesting dynamics there um go ahead do you think that that do you think that you know the full like uh the people of color so like kevin david bailey and davon like they've all like either like you know some permutational combination talked about you know what representation means to them and whatnot do you like honest to god like do you feel like all four of them will make jury or do you think three of them will make jury too like you have to bet 
Um, I think I think there's definitely a good chance all all four make Churi. Um, I, I mean, there's there, there's not a there's a non-zero chance that David goes home this week. Uh, but beyond that, um, you know, I I do think that uh, we'll talk about it later in the day. But Day and Bay are going to get into some trouble. So um, it is definitely possible that uh, that one of them gets sent home uh, soon. But uh, I think it's also very possible that all four make Churi. It's uh, maybe a little too early to tell. It'll be um, exciting if all four do. I think it'll be like the first time in not only Big Brother history, but also Survivor history that like a pair of black men and a pair of black women are all reaching like the jury stage. I think on Survivor, other than like Suri and Michaela talking to each other, it's been like pretty like well documented that rarely do like black contestants like actually get to talk to each other and make jury phase together, mm-hmm. let alone four of them. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Bailey and Devon are going to go about their game plan, uh, trying to play both sides, talking about solidifying different groups. Um, Bailey goes to Day, Danny and Enzo and says, hey, let's solidify this bigger group. Let's figure out the game plan for the week. Day talks to Enzo and she lets Enzo know, look, no matter what happens with the bigger groups, uh, I've got you. Um, and this is kind of her way of be essentially saying like, if if things go wrong with Cody, I'm I'm still got I'm still with you, Enzo. I trust you, uh, even if I don't trust Cody. Um, Memphis talks to Cody. Uh, he is annoyed at Danny for pushing him to back toward Janelle. He's like, "Why are you trying to get me to do something that I know you wouldn't do?" Uh, like Memphis really thinks that everybody sees this the game the same way that he does, uh, and that nobody would be backdooring Janelle right now. They're just trying to get him to do the dirty work. Um, and Cody's like, "Well, I mean, I think that I would maybe be, da- be backdooring Kaser if I had the chance right now." But I mean, this, you know, you're totally right though. Um, and uh, Memphis lets Cody know that look these other people i don't really care about them this is this, the commission is the thing yeah you know what we said earlier about like the terminator robot it's like he's like you know the, his ios update was lacking an emotion filter it's just like the body language from like between him and cody like it was like it's becoming increasingly obvious whenever memphis is talking to people from his alliance that they're getting increasingly annoyed whether it's like their paranoia about a potential Franzel backdoor or about the genealogy of it all. They just, they don't understand him and they, he doesn't understand why can't you guys just do what I want and think the way I'm thinking? Like, mm-hmm. why can't I just be in a house full of like 19 Memphises? Yeah. And it's just, ugh, I can see the commission relationship, even though it's the strongest, one of the stronger ones within that bigger alliance involving Memphis. I can see that even starting to fray during this combo. Yeah. So, Ian is going to talk with David briefly. He says, hey, I'm leaning toward keeping you. Um, That's important information from Ian. Um, Day talks to Cody and they talk about keeping the lines of communication open. They just need to meet and solidify their group. Um, Bailey talks to Christmas and uh, Christmas really uh, plays up the fact that like, oh, I could have been an option for Memphis, which is why I played in the safety competition because uh, Bailey doesn't know that Christmas has a deal with Memphis. Um, And Bailey says that Memphis is going to go with Kaser and Janelle, but he does like Cody a lot. Um, and Bailey loves Kaser and Janelle, but she wants to be able to keep her options open. Um, Bailey mentions that Kaser wants Christmas um, and herself and Nicole to join like their alliance. So Kaser and Janelle are trying to put together a group that includes Bailey, Davon, Nicole, uh, and Christmas. Um, they really think that Christmas is with them, and that's really going to be, even if Bailey and Davon jump, uh, Christmas is going to be their, their kryptonite here. Um, Bailey says she's not going to 
jump on a sinking ship. Uh, and Christmas is like, yeah, I, I, I just feel like I'm being included as a shield, like the dumb disposable. Like, uh, why did it take you so long to approach me? Uh, once I start winning things, now you want me? Now you know my value? Uh, no, no, no. I, I appreciate the people that wanted me before I, before I was winning things. It's interesting that she keeps saying the word things, plural, when she won a thing. <laughs> she's all, just, in her head, she's already won like 10 competitions. Yeah, you know, um, you know how like before a competition, people will sometimes tell you break a leg? Maybe like Christmas is somehow thinking that her BB-19 victories count as like 10 victories and she's like won like 10 HOHs, 10 vetoes or whatever. And it's, yeah. like, it's also like, even though Christmas is like, yeah, saying things and being like really annoying, she is doing a really good job at somehow being trusted by a lot of people. She, I really think that like Halloween is doing a good job She's one of those people where I can't really imagine someone evicting her. Like if she's sitting in an eviction chair, like next to like, unless it's next to Cody, I think she actually survives most evictions at this point. She has good friendships with a lot of people in the house. So. Yeah. Franz is going to talk with Devon. Um, Devon asks her about the fact that like, she keeps hearing that her Cody and Danny are working together. And she says, is this true? Franz says, no. Uh, and Day says, look, if it is true, I want in. Um, and Franzel says, look, look, here's what I'll tell you. I'm cool with Danny and Cody, uh, and you and like Ian. Um, and Day's like, well, can we, can we solidify something there? Um, and she's like, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and she's like, uh, and I, I look, I like Bailey too, but the only thing is that she's really close to Janelle. And Davon says, I, look, I'm worried about that too, actually. Um, and Davon asks, well, is Ian close to Janelle? Uh, and Franzel says, uh, I, I'm actually not sure. I don't know. Um, and then Franzel says that uh, tells Day that uh, about the Janelle spreading the rumor with uh, with Rachel Riley about the the um, the crying to get on the show. Um, and uh, yeah, Day's like, oh, I did hear that. Um, and uh, Franzel says that she's been hearing Janelle has Day and Bay in her back pocket. And Day's like, oh, no, no, no. She might have Bailey, but not me um and i you know i when i talk to bailey here's the thing too when i talk to bailey i feel like she leaves out certain details about janelle when we talk so i am a little bit concerned about that but uh you have nothing to worry about with me yeah like why do people keep bringing up bailey and janelle i get that they work out together and they're as subtle as a shotgun in terms of their like masking their alliance but it's like it's not like they're the only alliance in the world it's like i really like nicole franzel's gameplay but if I took a shot every time she mentioned the word Janelle, I'd be drunk before 2 p.m. It's like, it's just, I don't know. It's just like Janelle, 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 Janelle. The Janellacy is real. And honestly, like, it's just, it's one of those things where I think if Nicole Franzel would just take a second to not be so terrified of Janelle's and Rachel Riley's existence, she might realize that, you know, like Tyler is actually a huge threat who's creating, you know, like, yes, Tyler has a bond with you, but he also has a bond with Christmas, also with David, also with Cody. Like, they're a bigger fish to fry than Janelle, even though she's like, what, the queen of Big Brother. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the thing about Janelle, like, because, uh, like, Janellacy is, like, is very fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, like, 
a lot of people in the house do have a reason to be gunning for Janelle, including, um, you know, like the only people that came into the house with Janelle, like on their brain as a target were Danny and Franzel. Um, everybody else who is like against Janelle has a good reason. Like Kevin has a good reason. Janelle came for him hard. Um, you know, uh, even like Cody, Tyler, um, Enzo, like all of these people that like Janelle has talked about targeting and tried to put a target on their backs. Janelle has been very messy with her gameplay and who she's talked to and the kind of information that she's revealed. Um, like it's it's kind of it's kind of fair. Like everybody else, again, Danny and Franzel came in uh, this way, but everybody else like had to learn it because of the game that Janelle kind of was put in into but also has played um except for maybe nicole anthony who really has should have nothing against janelle yeah well you know who is aligned with janelle probably has the same reads as janelle has the same targets as janelle but is not like as like talked about as janelle Kesa. like danny was right when she said no janelle's made final three twice like this is what happens every single time you take out Kesa early and then janelle manages to like keep like squeaking by squeaking by squeaking by to me like i feel like danny's right in that kesa and janelle are so tightly into, like um aligned that their targets and their allies are i think at this point almost exactly the same or very similar yeah. so why not keep the bigger like huge polarizing person and then like weaken her by taking out her final two but well that's what well, that's what happens every time and then she makes final three you got to be careful of that yeah. strategy <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so, so Nicole is going to talk with Kevin um, that uh, she had a conversation earlier with Janelle about the votes, uh, votes to keep her, um, who they can get. Can they get Memphis to use the veto? Um, you know, they're counting votes. Janelle is like, I'm, I'm going to try and talk to Bay and Day and try to get them to vote for you. Um, and uh, and so Nicole took that conversation and went to Kevin and said, I think Janelle is playing me. I think Janelle is trying to secretly get me out. If she if if Day and Bay don't vote for me and, and, and Janelle is playing me like that, like that's it like uh these these two janelle and caser they think they're god's gift to the game and i'm gonna win hoh next week i'm gonna put them on the block um and uh and, and one of them is going home if you win hoh next week which implies that you're staying this week and it's just that's like a lot of you know like assumptions and you know what they say about the word assume it makes an ass out of you and me so mm. i mean i think with nicole anthony i agree with your tweet earlier that i do think that like a lot of the fan base is going a bit hard on her and that we should be gentle with her when she comes back. Yes. However, her game is kind of like quicksand. She is sinking and the more she's struggling, the faster she's sinking. And I think at this point, it's like, it's kind of almost like a done deal. I think I, I don't see a lot of scenarios where necessarily Nicole Anthony stays. And that's partially because she somehow blames Janelle and Kesa for everything. When in reality, Danny is causing more of the issues. Well, I actually, I actually see it slightly differently. I actually feel like her mistaken disdain for Janelle and Kaser is actually her only chance of staying. Um, that if, if 
Cody and his people see Nicole and David as interchangeable in terms of anti Janelle, um, then they actually have the option of changing their minds. Um, and there might actually be a little bit of incentive to do that. I still think it's very unlikely at this point. Um, but we'll talk about it as we, as we get later in the day. Maybe it'd be like BB 21 where she's like blindsided into staying. Exactly. Like, yeah. Because like a larger group is like saying, well, let's use her to like go after like the Nick and Bella. Mm-hmm. And like, um, sorry, K-Star and Janelle, you guys are definitely not Nick and Bella, but in like this particular Nicole like situation, that might be a rationale to keep her maybe to like go after their version of the Nick and Bella. So. Yeah. So uh, Day talks to Kevin um, and she kind of tries to set him straight a little bit here about the situation because he's like, yeah, Janelle and Case are like, uh, you know, they're trying to get and Nicole out and she's like no 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 Janelle and Case are trying to keep Nicole but they don't have the votes and he's like wait they're trying to they're trying to keep but she doesn't what <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah you and me both uh, yeah confusion yeah uh, Day's also going to talk with Danny um, and so Something that happened uh, off the feeds uh, that we did not see is that Danny went up to Tyler. So Day went to Danny. Um, Hold on. Let me rewind. This is the start of something that is very important, but also a little bit confusing. So I'm going to try and walk you guys through this. Yesterday, I talked. Yeah. Yesterday, I talked about Danny and Tyler having a conversation where uh, sorry, Day and Tyler having a conversation where Day proposed a group of people uh, potentially working together. Um, Tyler ended up talking to Bailey about it and Enzo about it. um, And it was, you know, it was out there in the ether. Um, And so today, the day we're talking about, um, Day approached Danny about this group of people. And she went to Danny and said, hey, Tyler approached me about working together. Why don't we uh, do something about this? Um, And Danny was like, great. I like Day. I like Tyler. This is another thing that we can do. So Danny went to Tyler and said, kind of joking around, like, hey, I hear you're trying to start more things. Um, And Tyler was like, excuse me? (laughs) Uh, I no, I'm not trying to start anything. What What are you hearing? And Danny was like, what, what do you mean? And this is a complete reenactment because we didn't see this. Uh, <laughs> Danny was like, what, what do you what do you mean? Uh, I, I'm hearing that you're trying to start a new thing. And he's like, that is a lie. Um, what are you talking about? Like that? Who told you that? And Danny did not tell him. Who, she was like, you know, who told me that? And she, he was like, no, I don't. Who told you that? And then the conversation got interrupted and then they ended up talking again. And he was he was like adamantly denying it. And this is all from Danny's retell where she like really overemphasizes how crazy Tyler got. Um, we see a little bit later how crazy he actually got, which is moderately crazy, uh, I guess, in terms of like Tyler being usually very laid back. Um, and so not crazy by like everybody else's standards. So Tyler is so <laughs> chilled out. Yeah. So Danny now goes back today and she says, so I talked to Tyler about the group that you talked about and he adamantly denied that he started this. Um, he he was the one that approached you. Right. Uh, and Day was like. Uh huh. Um, doubling down on her lie. She'd lied about that, uh, just in case you, you missed that earlier, that Day was the one that approached Tyler, but Day then said to Danny that Tyler is the one that approached her. Um, now I think 
uh, if we go to the Day and Bay conversation where Day said that she was going to try and get some information out of Danny and test her and stuff, that this was Day's way of trying to test Danny to see if she was going to then go and reveal any information to somebody like Tyler. Um, and she did. And I, so I think this is Danny failing Day's test. Um, but uh, she then doubles down on the lie. And here, like, she had an out, too. Danny was like, did I misinterpret that? Did you not tell me that Tyler started this uh, thing? And that was Day's opportunity to clear herself, to absolve herself of this and say, oh, no, yeah, I didn't mean to imply that. Um, that, you know, I, no, I approached him. We talked about it together. Um, and then everything might have been fine from there. But they decided to just kind of, like, double down and let it happen and so danny starts going off she's like oh my god he lied to me he kept lying to me over and over uh he was freaking out he's getting so defensive you know this is why i didn't like him on his season when something doesn't go wrong doesn't go right for him he freaks out he can't handle it uh this is so typical tyler Confirmation bias. (laughs) Yes. Confirmation bias. And to go back to the doubling down thing. Let's just, you know, take a page from our favorite book and to understand why it's not good to double down. J.K. Rowling's entire existence proves that when you get caught in some mess, what you don't do is double down on it. So, Day, what are you doing? I yes. mean, but I, I, I will thank her, though, for giving us, you know, juicy feet because thanks to, you know, Day's, you know, little fingering, we have, like, you know, something lit. And what's brewing between Tyler and Danny is tension. And what we're about to witness is like my least favorite Captain America movie, Civil War. <laughs> so uh, Danny is then going to talk with Franzel and Franzel lets Danny know that, hey, Day approached me about another alliance um, with Ian. Uh, and they're like, oh, my God, this is too many alliances. We can't say yes to this, uh, but we have to say yes. We can't say no. You can't say no to an alliance. What are we supposed to do here? Um, it's, it's them. It's the, the it's, oh, man, this is this is confusing. How many alliances do we have? Uh, we've got us two. The, the real alliances is us two, the core four, and then Memphis's thing minus Memphis. That's 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 the real thing. Then there are a bunch of other things that we have to keep track of. Uh, we and we don't have any names for any of these things yet. It's like a billion alliances. Oh my god, this is so annoying. Um, and so uh, they're 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 worried about that. Uh, and Danny is annoyed that Cody keeps joking that she's like you know uh, playing the, in the entire house. Just don't put that in people's heads because it's real, um, and people are gonna start to you think that what, it's like, real. People keep like in this conversation, they kept saying like real, what's real, like what's not real, what's real, what's not real. You know what this proved to me? It proved to me that Paris and Kayla were geniuses on their season by calling the Alliance the real deal. (laughs) By putting the word real into the the actual name instead of a number. It's like, ah, now we know what we know, what we know, we know. Mm. So uh, so then Tyler comes in and uh, they talk again. And um, uh, Tyler's Tyler says, again, like, who who told you that I wanted to start an alliance? And Danny just keeps it. You know, Tyler, you know. Uh, and he's like, I don't know. Tell me who said this. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, Tyler, you know. It's like, I sw- oh, my God, I swear I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, she's like guess he's like janelle no caser i felt like i was like no i thought i was watching an episode of like everybody loves raymond where like deborah is like scolding ray it's like 
you see it in like a lot of relationships where there's like the girlfriend who's like saying, guess what I'm mad about? And Tyler's like, uh, uh, is it the dishes? No. Is it the fact that I didn't do the, take the car out for washing? No, but why haven't you done the car washing yet? It's like, Tyler's not a mind reader. Like, what do you think he is? Like, Alakazam? Why are you testing him like that? I just, oh, the tension is growing. So he finally guesses day. Uh, and she's like, yes. Um, and he's like, oh my God, like she's trying to test you. Like she's giving you information to see like what your reaction will be. Like this is all a, a test. It's, and it's a lie that I started this. Like, uh, she came to me. Um, and Danny is like, Okay, um, but but listen, Tyler. The thing the thing that you have to understand is that it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you approached her or she approached you. Danny straight up does not believe Tyler in this situation. She's just like, get over yourself, Tyler. Uh, it doesn't matter who started it. Let's just work together. We're both we both agree that we like day, so let's just work together in this group. Um, and Tyler's like, I, I I get that. I get that. Like we both like day, and we want to work with her, but she's trying to test you. She doesn't trust you. And I don't know if she trusts me because she's doing this to you. Uh, and it's a lie. I did not, I did not do this. I just want that. We 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 want supposed to be on the same page about this. And she's like, you know what? You know what? I probably misinterpreted day. I probably, um, it was probably my fault. So, um, probably wasn't the thing and they both kind of come away from this conversation like clearly like uh not trusting each other at all um and uh it's it's very it's very messy yeah it's one of those things where you i don't know when it's gonna happen but it will happen like the 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 seed has been like so like planted and at this point we're just waiting for like when like danny and tyler are gonna like actually start taking shots at each other like with an hoh like i'm being dead serious i can see danny winning like hoh in let's say final 10 putting tyler up and being like like you know fast forward like five weeks into the future it, mm-hmm. it's gonna happen we just don't know when yes so uh caser janelle and memphis talk for a while about like ah. These dumb new school players, they're so sensitive nowadays. They're all crying. They can't take a few oh little God. insults so here and there. Um, like uh, Janelle is really on this train of just like, God, these people are so sensitive. She's going to be super annoyed with Day and Bay later, too, because they won't vote out uh, David. Um, so Danny talks to Cody. And she fills him in on this Tyler Day madness. Um, Danny uh, tells him the whole story. And he's like, and she's like, Tyler thinks that Day is testing me. And Cody's like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. He's like, no, 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 no. Cody, you don't understand. Tyler is lying. He is definitely the liar. This is exactly what he did in his season. Um, and uh, Cody's like, uh, are, you sh- are, you, are you sure that Tyler is the liar in this spot? She's like. A hundred percent sure. He is definitely lying. He got so defensive. It was so obvious. Um, and then in the next breath, she says, and another thing, Franzel told me that, uh, that day approached her with an alliance. And I was like, how are you not putting the pieces together that in, in one day, yeah. Tyler says day approached him about an alliance. Franzel says day approached her about an alliance. 
put those pieces together, Danny. Um, but uh, she she's not doing it in this moment. Uh, they both don't like this Franzel Nicole, uh, this Franzel Day thing. Um, but again, they can't say no. Uh, and they're just like, oh, my, like the, the Venn diagrams of alliance. Yeah. They have like t- 20 alliances, the difference of one member in each one. It's 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 they can't they can't keep it all in their heads. I think like Danny's like gotten to a point where there's this thing called the Mandela effect, where if you just start telling yourself enough of the lie enough times, you'll start believing it. I think like in Danny, I believe that Danny believes that Tyler's a liar. I fully believe oh, it. Oh, she but did. The yeah. Cognitive, yeah. The cognitive dissonance is real. It's just like, a, you know, just keep telling yourself that, you know, that it's, this is the Tyler's the devil, Tyler's the devil, Tyler's the devil. And eventually, you know, you've created yourself the BB devil. <laughs> So they also talk about they talk about uh, how they need to keep David um, because uh, because Nicole Nicole might be mad at Janelle and Kaser right now, but uh, they could easily just mend those that fence um, if if she stays. Uh, Danny says that she's been encouraging Nicole to uh, call out Kaser and Janelle and spill a bunch of that information. Um, And Cody's like, oh, my God, that's so devious and so smart. She'll blow the blow up their spot and then we'll still vote her out. Um, so, uh, once Nicole leaves, they feel like they'll be able to pull in Kevin and that's going to be their new game plan. They're going to spend a lot of time working Kevin this week, um, knowing that they're voting out Nicole and without Nicole, Kevin will have no one and they'll be able to pull Kevin in. He is very anti Janelle and Kaser. And so that works out pretty well for them. Um, Why is he so like, I get that Janelle was campaigning against him, but like, he's like, at this point, she campaigned against him. She called no. him a useless floater. She said that he yeah. was a liar and can't be trusted. Yeah, uh, and then this week, she continually talks about how useless he is in the game, how much uh, she hates yeah. him. Um, yeah. And uh, he definitely gets that vibe. Yeah, but like, it's still like, I get that you're right. But there's a part of me which is still saying like, God, I just wish you guys would stop hating each other. I'm like that girl in like Mean Girls. It's like, I just want to bake a cake full of rainbows and just like ever wish we were all happy. Yeah. And, 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 like, yeah, and now that now that he hates her, she's getting the vibe that he hates her and she's hearing that he hates her. And so it's like furthering this. They just they literally they just need to sit down and talk and they would realize that their interests are completely aligned. Um, but but they both are like uh, too strong willed to do it. Um, so yeah, know, and in like, the meantime, the people like Cody and Franzel and Danny are trying to pull Kevin in and it might be it might be too late. Um, so uh, Day talks to Janelle um, and she lets Janelle know, look, I can't vote David out just as as a black woman i cannot vote a black man out of this house so uh nicole is not going to have the votes um and uh janelle's like okay um okay that's annoying um but uh can we still can we still work together uh and day is like yes like i think that we can work together maybe down the line yes a little bit um i'm willing to entertain that option um and uh, janelle lets her know about danny inviting her to the alliance that uh franzel cody and tyler um and they talk about this potential group of themselves uh with bailey caser and christmas um and it Why is, is christmas da- there? Like- 
because for some reason they just thought that Christmas was being targeted um, by the other group. No reason at all. No reason at all to think that. Um, but they trust that Christmas is uh, that has, has nobody and it might be on board with them. So um, holidays. Yeah. It's so. Just- Day, Day goes and finds Bailey and she fills her in and they, they're like, great, like hopefully we can ride the middle here uh, and, and this can work out. I mean, the first part of that conversation that kind of still perplexes me is why Janelle is campaigning for Nicole. <laughs> like, to me, like... She I thinks actually, that like, David is fully on board with Cody and Tyler, which is like at uh, least half yeah. true. I like actually wrote in my notes that like Janelle campaigning for Nicole is kind of like Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic hoisting Kate Winslet onto like that floating door, except like Kate Winslet is blaming Leonardo DiCaprio for like sinking the ship. <laughs> Nicole's acting like Janelle is like the iceberg and saying like, no, how dare you put me on that door? I am going to sink right now. Damn you iceberg. And it's like, Oh God, I just wish like Janelle could like see the forest from the trees and just realize that Nicole is not with her. This is like, you're not on the block this week. Instead, use all time and social capital. Like instead of saving the drowning person, go like build some new bonds. And I get that Janelle is doing that, but she's like, her reads are like 90% there. She's just not, I think, investing her energy in the right places. potentially. Yeah. So Then what happens is Davon goes to Danny and says, hey, Danny, Nicole Franzel approached me about a new alliance with Ian. And the light bulb finally goes off in Danny's head. Oh, my God. Day is the one that lied. She's lying about Franzel now, too. Twice in one day, she's trying to say that Tyler approached her and that Franzel approached her. And both Tyler and Franzel are saying, no, she approached us. Oh, my God. I was so wrong. Day is the liar. And so she tells Cody about it. Um, and now they are very sketched out uh, that like, what is Day doing? She is trying to test us. She is trying to like catch us in like some sort of weird thing. Uh, and this is no good. So Cody goes to Franzel. And he says, I am so sketched out by Bailey and Davon right now. At this point, they're right behind Janelle and Kaser for me. Uh, like it's and it's it, he fills her in on all the, the lying stuff. And he says it's not even just the stuff that 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 happened today, although that definitely is super sketching me out. But also all this stuff about like Janelle and Kaser saying my name and they haven't told me about it. But like, like, why am I hearing from Christmas that Janelle and Kaser are coming for me, but not Davon and Bailey? Like, uh, I barely I barely talk to Christmas. Um, I talk to Davon and, and Bailey all the time and they haven't told me this. Like, that's super sketchy to me. Um, and they and they're talking about like not trusting me. Uh, and, and now they're like Davon lying uh, about like alliances and she's trying to test us like this is this is just uh this is no good like we'll have to we'll have to say yes to like this new ian thing but like i can't like we can't stay true to this for very long like it the line is getting drawn soon like i like this is bad I feel like we are now living like we're rewatching bb14 because somehow ian is like coming out on scape like there's like this like huge like mess and somehow the person who was the social pariah ian has like he's like the beneficiary of like all this chaos and all of like these people like taking shots at each other and mistrusting each other like ian is like the one person who benefits from all of this like he said she said he said she said 
And I'm kind of here for it. Like, good on you, Ian. Go far. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ian's position in the game has skyrocketed this week because of all of this chaos. Um, I wish I bought some of the stock watch. Basically, with Devon and Bailey fought like like tanking in the power structure, they need replacements, and people like Ian and Kevin are being looked at as potential replacements uh, to bolster their numbers. Um, and so it is not looking good for Bailey and Devon, where they saw themselves near the bottom of that power structure before and they wanted to do something about it uh they are now basically almost on the outside of the power structure um and very big targets and you know, honestly this is great for Mem- for memphis too because uh you know they're not concerned about even tyler is like not concerned about memphis anymore because he's got to deal with this danny and day stuff um and so it's uh it's it's very very messy Danny, so just just to quickly recap th- this, uh, just in case it was too confusing in, in the events of the day, um, Devon approaches Tyler about making an alliance that Danny is involved in. Devon also approaches Franzel about making an alliance that Danny is involved in. Day then goes to Danny and says, Tyler approached me about an alliance. She also says, Franzel approached me about being in an alliance. Um, Danny uh, goes to Tyler, who says, I did not approach anybody about being in an alliance. Um, and she thinks that Tyler is lying at first. But then when she finds out about the Franzel thing and she realizes that Franzel also didn't approach Danny about being in an alliance, she realizes that Day is the one that was lying the whole time. And now that whole alliance doesn't trust Day Vaughn. But we're not quite done with it yet either, because Danny is going to go to Tyler and say, I believe you 100 percent. We caught Day in a lie. Um, and you should just go to her and say it was a misunderstanding and that we can make a little like a side thing of three or something. But we'll both know that Day is lying. Um, and Tyler's like, oh, thank you so much. You, you've eased my mind. I've been worrying about it. Like, thank you so much. Um, but then Tyler talks to Christmas and says, screw Danny. screw them both they were they were trying to set me up like uh, i do not trust danny at all like this is not this is no good yeah we haven't seen a three-way mexican standoff like this since like in bb18 like the frank versus tiffany versus day thing remember that Mm -hmm. and guess who's the common common like denominator in both of them day yeah, um, it's it's bad. It's bad. So Danny also talked to Franzel and she filled her in on all of this. Uh, um, and Franzel talked about how Cody feels about Day and Bay at this point. Um, Franzel says that Christmas has told her that Day and Bay have David in their back pocket. Um, and Danny says, I don't believe it. Christmas thinks she has David. Christmas doesn't know anything. Um, and Danny says, uh, we have David. So we're keeping David. Nicole is too close to Janelle and Kayser. Now. Here's where I think things can get a little bit sticky this week. Um, ah, yes. The, the with day, yes, with day and bay now very much on the outs of this power structure. Um, th- the fact that they are close to David and that is kind of known, especially because they said they can't vote out David to Janelle and Kaser. If that information gets out that David is very close to day and bay, um, Cody and his group might start to think, okay, 
if we keep David, that's giving more power to Day and Bay, which we don't want. Um, okay, but what's the other option? Nicole Anthony. She's too close to Janelle and Kaser. But here's the thing. She hates Janelle and Kaser right now. Yes, they might mend fences, but they might also not mend fences. Maybe Nicole Anthony really is an option that we can consider at the very least. Now, if on top of that, Janelle and Kaser realize that the votes aren't there and they stop campaigning for Nicole Anthony. In fact, if they just flip it around and say, okay, well, let's try to pull in David. And so they start campaigning for David. I think that if Janelle and Kaser campaign for David, they will save Nicole Anthony. I think that's a distinct possibility. I think it's a distinct possibility because as we said earlier, we've seen this happen in BB21. Like if there's like enough of a schism within like the big group between like a, a blob versus like a pair or another pair or whatever it is, they will use Nicole as like, oh, like let's have a reason to keep her. Let's like use her as like a person to like, you know, wedge our way through the game and ditch these other two pairs. Yeah, because th- the second the second Janelle and Kaser start campaigning for David, Cody and, and Franzel and Danny will all go, oh, my God. <laughs> Day and Bay are working with Janelle and Kaser and they're pulling yeah. in David. We need to take out David. Um, now that has not happened and it might not happen, but I think that if it did, uh, it would save Nicole Anthony. Possibly. It's a possibility. Now uh, the biggest, like Tyler. the Tyler biggest obstacle big. is Tyler. Um, yeah. Tyler is very, very pro David and he will fight tooth and nail to make sure that David stays now. So if that happens, there could be a big, uh, you know, there could be a schism in the, in the Cody group with Tyler because uh, Tyler is not going to let David go lightly. So um, that's all possible. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, it's just a possibility of something that could happen. And I think more likely than not, it will not happen. Um, but uh, but it, the possibility remains. Love that. We usually use like live feed update to talk about hypotheticals and possibilities when in reality, we're probably going to look at it like another 12 to one, like 12 to zero vote. Like, yeah. you know, but, you know. Hashtag hypotheticals. Yes. So back to the Tyler and Christmas conversation. Um, he lets her know about all the, the whole day situation. She fills him in on Janelle and Kaser asking her to be in an alliance with them. Um, and they start brainstorming. Uh, Christmas is like, so what are we going to name us? Um, and uh, Tyler remains Christmas's closest ally. Um, that uh, that she is telling him everything about her game. Um, and she has not told anybody about her connection to Tyler. Um, similar to David. Uh, so... Um, they start brainstorming name ideas. Uh, she again says, she says, so I suggested this one to Memphis for the Memphis thing, but he just blew it off. Uh, what about the incinerators? And Tyler's like, oh yeah, great. Any other ideas? <laughs> <laughs> he totally like, just like breezed over there. And so then funny. she starts talking about the movie, the accountant. Um, and like, uh, like, oh, Hey, uh, here's, do you ever see the movie, the accountant? He's like, no, I don't think so. She's, then she goes into describing like the entire plot line of the accountant. Um, and he's just like, oh, so cool the whole time. Um, and uh, it's like, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe we can name ourselves the 
accountants. Uh, and then she then she starts talking. About, then she starts explaining pipe hitters again, even though he was there the first time she explained it earlier this morning. Uh, well, there are these things. There's these guys called pipe hitters. They're so cool. They uh, they do the jobs that nobody else can do. Um, and uh, and the, the, the feeds gave up at that point. They just cut away to a different conversation. Yeah, I feel like if you were in that house, Karen, and Christmas started talking about the pie Peters, you would probably end the conversation by saying, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Enzo and Memphis have a conversation. Enzo asks Memphis who should go between the two of them, David or Nicole. Memphis says, I don't care, but we should get out wild cards and David is more unpredictable. So I do care. And I want yeah, David to go. Like, like, you know, like, I don't care, but I actually do care. It's like, kind of like, you know, the lady doth protest too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, strangely, though, somehow due to all the messiness between like Day, Tyler and Danny, Memphis is still somehow has like a sliver of a chance to reach jury. So that's why I'm happy with the season. Like, I think literally anything can happen. Expect the unexpected. Mm-hmm. So uh, Day is going to talk with Nicole. Um, she, uh, she uh, Nicole is breaking down. Um, she's feeling very upset. Oh boy. Um, she starts sobbing. Um, she's just feeling a lot of anxiety and a lot of, uh, you know, feeling very sad. Um, she says she doesn't, she shouldn't have come back. She's just not ready. Um, she wasn't ready. Uh, and she's feeling super anxious and Day is trying to comfort her. Um, and this is again, like, um like yes nicole has had bad reads in the house um yes she has been snarky to the people that she thinks are in power and betraying her um all of that was true last season the just the circumstances are different um and if you praised her last season and you're trashing her now on a personal level then uh then there's something there's something incongruous with that there's something wrong with that um and like she is struggling and the game is hard. And when she comes out of this house, I really, really hope that we can just, we can be kind to her. And I tweeted this out last night and it, it honestly, it makes me upset how many people respond to a tweet like, Hey, let's be kind to somebody with no, she deserves this. She's Mm -hmm. going after Janelle. No, she's doing this wrong. No, she shouldn't have come back. I have no sympathy for her. No, she can't play the victim. I don't, what does it cost you to be kind to somebody like hold people accountable for things that they do wrong, hold people accountable for problematic behavior, people accountable. Even if you want to, you know, you know, hold people accountable for gameplay. That's not great, but what does it cost you to be kind uh, to somebody who is just trying to play a game? Um, like, why is it so important for you to respond to a tweet saying be kind to make sure everybody knows, no, you should not be kind. We should try to break this person down. Like, I really don't like that. Well, it comes down to, I think there's a big difference between cancel culture and I think cyberbullying culture, right? You can 100% cancel some, like you can like cancel someone as and like boycott someone or like call out a behavior, but that doesn't mean like brigading them, like cyberbullying them, harassing them, leaving like one star reviews on their restaurants. It doesn't mean like 
going to a point where you will bring up things from like 20 years ago and just keep on harassing them, harassing them, harassing them, where I think it's gotten to a point where like as like a person of color who's also like part of the LGBT community, like I've dealt with my fair share of like crap and I have like sympathy and empathy for people who want to, you know, call out bad things that happen on the feed. Like I'm with you. I was not a big fan of Jack and Jackson during DB21, but you don't see me like, you know, like going to Krispie's Facebook <laughs> boutique and like leaving like fake one-star reviews. It's because one, that like is like a waste of our time and energy instead of if you actually care about activism, like go like actually like, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk. Like it's not about like cyberbullying someone off Twitter. It's about like actually educating yourself, being a good ally, like being a friend to the people who were hurt. It doesn't mean like a trolling somebody. And secondly, I do think that a lot of the time, some of the people who engage in like online discourse, like hateful online discourse, it's like there's an element of schadenfreude or like clout chasing of like, oh, look at how like funny I can be. And look, I have like said some snarky tweets before, but I will never like go to the point of like sending death threats, for example, Mm -hmm. or like wishing like ill will or trying to get someone fired. I do think there is like, sometimes we have to be able to look in the mirror and think is this cancel culture or is it cyberbullying culture? So please be nice to Nicole. Yeah. And and I do, again, want to reiterate that, like, I do also think it's important to hold people accountable for their behavior and to point out when people do things that are wrong, like Jack and Jackson. Um, But uh, but like there's a difference between holding people accountable for, you know, very, uh, you know, racially charged, um, you know, discriminatory biases and behavior and stuff like that. And like somebody who came after your favorite in a game and was a little bit mean about it. Um, And like you can even hold her accountable for that too and say hey you shouldn't have been mean about it but you can be kind as well you can you can uh you can do it without just donking on somebody and trying to continue uh, a breakdown well something someone in the chat actually just said something really important which i think is another reason why we should be nice to nicole katie joy said that we need to like break her down about nicole and like day and the reason why there's a big issue with just online hatred is that unfortunately the people who are the most like affected by like these canceling tweets are often women lgbt people we start with like the kevin barrage it's like the most marginalized minorities and identities who have the least amount of power are the least able to bounce back from like a big cancellation attempt like when like you know for example when george r r martin has like been accused of cultural appropriation on game of thrones and people try to cancel him, it's impossible to cancel him. People try to, you know, like, cancel, like, a Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, it's really hard to cancel him or, like, like a Jeff Bezos. It's because if you have power, the people who are the most, like, if you have power, you can't bounce back from, like, the, the actual, like, cancellation attempts. And I do think that we should, like, take pause and be kind and think about, okay, who am I actually affecting here? Is the per- there is ultimately a person at the other end of the screen. And if that person who I'm attacking is a woman, like in the case of Nicole Anthony, or like a LGBT person like Kevin, or it's like a, like a black person like, a, like Dave Vaughn, you have to think in mind, am I ultimately being a hypocrite if I'm saying that I'm being an activist, I'm holding people accountable, but I'm also attacking people who are the least able to bounce back from this? Because that's the sad thing the people who should be the most counsel are the ones of the most power to not give a f- 
recruit till they'll just continue their bad behavior. And instead you're wasting your time canceling more vulnerable people. Yeah. And, and look, like I, I am going to like, if I talk to Nicole in an exit interview or in a postseason interview or whatever, like I will, I will, I will hold her accountable for the game moves that she did. I will say like, why did you go after Janelle? She was not coming for you. Like, why did you think these things? Um, but I will also make sure that like on a human level, like, like, you know, like, uh, I, I will try to make sure she's okay and I will try to be kind to her. Uh, like that's all, that's all I'm asking here. It's not like we have to, we have to like say, oh no, you were fine. You were okay to go after Janelle. It's not like we have to say, uh, you made all the right decisions in the game that's not what being kind is that's uh that's just excusing away anything um and and so like being kind is just being kind just just uh just like uh just you know on a human to human level like if somebody is struggling it's okay to feel bad for that person and to want to be kind to them it's like what you said taryn it's like you can call her out on her like actions and behavior but we've got to separate actions from actors people are not they're not the same as the actions that they do. I believe that bad people can do good things and good people can do bad things, which means that we can't judge someone based entirely upon like an action, right? Who are we to like say that I know everything about, you know, I like I've been inside your head. I know every single little piece of detail. And look, I think like with Big Brother and reality TV in general, because um, the laws of proximity, it allows us to form parasocial bonds. We feel very intensely about our, our faves and we feel like we know them entirely because of the voyeuristic experience. But that is ultimately just a parasocial relationship. We don't actually know these people. Even with live feeds, we really don't. So who are we to judge them and attack them? Like, yeah, do what Taryn said, be kind. Yeah. It's like the Halo Ford rules. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Don't be annoying. Don't be a widow. You'll be just fine. Haley yeah. Ford said it first. Um, all right. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I apologize for the digression, but uh, I just no, uh, I had to say something. Was, I don't think you should apologize, Karen. I was really like touched when you tweeted it out. And I think it's an important message. And, and I hope everyone is listening or watching this, the 3000 whatever people like they like just take a second, you know, important yeah. messages. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, so Tyler is going to talk with Enzo Um, he talks about the Danny and Day situation Uh, Enzo says yeah yeah they're sketchy yo but we uh, we got to keep them for numbers Um, and Enzo says that uh, yeah only only you and Cody are the the only guys on the only level headed people in this house yo Uh, we we just need to play fake with them for now Um, and uh, Tyler says he just has one more thing to ask Day to smooth it out but uh, but then you know it'll be fine um there was a really funny uh moment um where <laughs> so there's a bidet in the house <laughs> thank you queso thank you queser and uh, <laughs> enzo <laughs> did not know that there was a bidet in the house for a while he has never used a bidet uh and eventually um he was like like uh with such a weird toilet seat yo like uh like i like that it, it's it, it's it's warming and they're like dude yeah dude it's a it's a bidet uh he's like what's a bidet um and so um last night uh i guess and, and so finally decided to uh give it give it a try give it a good old college try um and um then after enzo was in there Cody walks in and he goes, Oh, 
What is this on the toilet seat? What did somebody go to the bathroom on the toilet seat? Like, what is going on here? And and so it's just like, I don't know, yo. Like, it just uh, it was just a little spritz. It's just a little spritz of water. Uh, he's like, what are you talking about? It's like uh, it was, you know, the spritzing. It's uh, it spritzes the water. Uh, and he's like, do you use the bidet? He's like, yeah, yo. Like, uh, it, I had to get off of it. It was hurting me. I didn't know it was still gonna be so hot. Uh, it hurt, man. I had to get off. I feel very attacked. I feel very attacked. That's so he exactly got up in mid midstream in the bidet, and Cody's like, "Oh my god, it's all over the floor. It's on the door." Yeah, it's like what Bailey Wilson said. It's a very sticky situation. <laughs> So just just uh, and I guess if anyone is like Enzo and they don't know how a bidet works, um, it sprays water in an upward direction. Um, and so if there's not a body to receive the water, um, that, that water is going to spray all everywhere in the bathroom. And so Enzo decided that mid midstream mid bidet, he uh it was too hot and it hurt. And so he needed to get up and the water got everywhere. Yeah. I'm gonna be very PG thirteen about this. As a queer man, I was very offended. <laughs> very offended. And so I am offended, sir. Stop slandering the bidet. That fancy Japanese toilet deserves your respect, sir. Oh, man. It's too much. It's too much. Um, so, uh, Franzel talks with Kevin a bit. She talks about um, how Janelle is coming for her. Uh, and, and she thanks Kevin for, for telling her that Janelle is coming for her. She already knows, and she's this whole pregame situation. Um, Tyler talks to Cody, fills him in on the day, day and Danny situation. Feels like day, Danny not was, the day. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Bay Day is dangerously close to that. Um, <laughs> Tyler feels like Danny was trying to set him up. Uh, Tyler feels like uh, not only did Danny not believe him, but he actually feels like okay, maybe Danny was trying to set me up uh, as well as Day. Um, and he says, Tyler says, Danny's done. Danny's done. Um, and Cody says. That uh, Cody's like, yeah, because people think that Janelle and Kaser are tight with Memphis. And so now uh, because of that, they're running to Janelle and Kaser thinking that they're in power. And that's what's happening with like Bay and Day. Um, and even Danny is like uh, is running around. Um, so they, they're they very uh, concerned about all of that. And, and Tyler's like, I mean, at this point, like, I'm just trying to low key stay tight with Memphis because uh, like, you know, we we need we need again, Memphis. Now, getting away fairly clean, even Tyler, who swore vengeance on Memphis, is like, I mean, I guess we got to keep in good graces with Memphis for now. Yeah, Memphis is uh, staying clean because he knows how to deal with a bidet and a bay day. Yes, uh, he doesn't (laughs) get up midstream. Um, So Janelle talks with Kaser. Um, Janelle talks about how much she hates Kevin. And Kaser takes the Nicole Anthony's position here. And he's like, hey, be nice. Be nice, Janelle. <laughs> um, and Janelle proposes an alliance of her and Kaser. He, she says, okay, what if, hear me out. What if we get three pairs in an alliance? Uh, me and you, Day and Bay, Christmas and Ian. What about that? Um, and he's like, you think, you think Ian would be down? Like, uh, she's, uh, I don't think we can trust Ian. He's stuck to Franzel. Janelle's like, no, no, no. I think we can trust him. Um, 
She said, but, but then, oh, but then even then we don't have the votes because day told me that she can't vote David out because of like what happened last season. And that they like, uh, like, you know, he's a black man. Um, and like, damn it like uh she's like i look i get their cause but that's not game related like i thought she was a smart player uh it's so frustrating like how are we supposed to play with that um and so like okay so we don't have the votes if we don't have day uh and bay um so we need to convince memphis to use the veto on nicole and put up Kevin. Um, and so that that's going to be their, their game plan because they, there's no way that they can get the votes to keep Nicole otherwise. Okay, a few things about the Janelle case of conversation. Firstly, Janelle, please stop saying powwow. Just, I'm asking for everyone, just please stop using that term. It's a term for a Native American ceremony. I want to like you. You're a problematic babe. Just take that word out. Just use like gathering or... I don't know, friendship circle, whatever. Instead adjective, one, two. Janelle, I feel like, kind of has that Memphis quality of like being almost like a, a bit, she's like kind of like, I wouldn't game bot, right? Where she thinks like, I think with game, 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 separate personal from game. And I think Janelle, I understand her frustrations about like, why aren't people thinking about game, like about the Day David situation. But also you have to keep in mind that Davon is also the same person who is like shouting out Breonna Taylor in her like in, in the DR. Day's not just here for her family and to win. Day's here for something bigger, like a something that's even bigger than the game. Like Black Lives Matter is like it is like it goes beyond Big Brother and beyond media. It is like a wider movement. So I just I just hope Janelle can like just take a second, breathe, and realize that. Not everyone is in that house for the same motivations and reasons. Like to go back to what Vanessa would say, everybody has their own reason, right? For mm-hmm. what they do and what they think. And I think this is a small misread on Janelle's part in that she's assuming that everybody else is thinking the way she does, kind of like how Memphis is assuming that everyone mm-hmm. thinks the way he does. And I think one of the hallmarks of a great player, like a Dan Geesling, for example, is that in BB10, how did he deal with Rennie? He'll be like, I can't talk to Rennie the same way I talk to Keisha. Rennie is going to, you know, put up like April up against the Colonel. Like, no, so I can't like, you know, badger her to say, no, Ollie has to go up because that's not going to work with her. That's not her motivation. That's not why she's here. And I, I just hope that Janelle and Memphis, they realize that you shouldn't assume that everybody thinks the same as you do. That's what I had to say. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, they also talk about uh, Cody um, and they say, you know what? Cody is more dangerous than Tyler. He's too charismatic. He has Enzo. He has Franzel. Everyone loves Cody. Um, and so even though I can't stand Franzel, Cody's more dangerous. Uh, and they plan to backdoor Cody next week if they are in power. So Cody is their new target for now. Um, for now. <laughs> Janelle then goes to Ian and she goes, she goes up to Ian. This is very funny. She goes, uh, she says, hey, can we talk? And Ian goes, who, me? It's <laughs> like, yeah, you. Um, and so they go and they talk. Um, she says, I feel like David might be staying. He's like, oh, OK. Um, and she asks him about Franzel. He says, I like her. Um, and she says, OK, well, where do you draw the line between like personal and game? It's like, oh, well, that's a that's a deeply philosophical question. Uh, well, my uh, my relationship with Franzel uh, is that is probably analogous uh, to your relationship with Kaser. Uh, you know, we're close. Um, 
I mean, I'm, I'm, impression. <laughs> I'm willing to work with anybody, uh, but I don't want to burn bridges like I did last time. So, um, yeah, I, I, I've, you know, I've hung out with her a few times, um, you know, like, uh, like once a year or so. Um, I feel like I have a good relationship with her. So yeah, that's, uh, that's my answer. Um, is that all? It's like, uh, <laughs> well, like, uh, like, how do you, like, would you like, like, what is the situation? Like, could you, could we maybe do something? It's like, I mean, I'm willing to work with you in the future. Absolutely. Like, I don't want to, like I said, I, I'm willing to work with anybody. I don't want to burn any bridges. Um, and she goes, okay, well, I, let me tell you, let me tell you something that I feel. I feel like there's a six person alliance in this house. I feel like there's a big alliance. I feel like you're not in it. I think it's like Cody, Tyler, Enzo, Danny, uh, Franzel, um, you know, uh, like it's, it's a bunch of those people. Um, and I, I feel like you're not in it. And so I, I don't know. I don't know what, how you feel about that. And he's like, uh, you know, I, that, that's okay. That's good to know. Thanks. Uh, it's like well okay well what do you think like if franzel were to go home do you think we could work together then it's like yeah yeah i feel like you know how this game works you know there's a bunch of pairs in the house and um you know uh the pairs are probably going to be broken up like your friend's going to be gone and then you know people are going to have to start to work together outside of those pairs afterwards so i feel like that would be a good opportunity for us to maybe work together in the future um but uh but if you if you went after franzel that would I would not work with you. That would be bad. I, I, I would not recommend that you take friends out so that you can work with me. I love your union impersonation. So kudos. <laughs> SNL is um, waiting to send you an, an invitation. Secondly, um, I feel like Ian is kind of like me where he has the ability to say a lot while saying little. <laughs> You're just like, blah, blah, blah. like if you actually like uh, the people who are watching this live feed update, if you actually rewind and pay attention to that Ian conversation, he doesn't, he's able to basically fill up the airspace with enough like big words, like analogous, and to give enough like game information so that he seems authentic and he seems um, like he's not like blatantly lying to your face. But if you actually like pass through what he's saying, he's not giving you a lot or he's just straight up lying. Like he's very much obfuscating the relationship between him and Franzel. Him and Franzel are called the Million Club. Like that is not just like, oh, I see her once like a year that is like uh like locked in final two they are much closer but kudos to ian fable being able to like this is what he did in 14 as well he's charming into like in how he comes off he's one of those people where he can kind of pull off the like the word salad robot way of talking and it comes off as like i think actually quite not dis, not just disingenuous but just very amicable and just it's likable you can't help but root for ian you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Uh, so Janelle goes back to Kaser and she fills him in. She says, uh, he basically told me, uh, you better not go after, uh, Nicole Franzel or, uh, or, or that's it. Um, Kaser's like, ha, huh, well, we can't work with him. Um, so like we still, we don't have the votes. We just need to tar- win HOH and target Cody. No targeting floaters this time. That's what we did last. We won four HOHs in all stars. We targeted floaters and it, it screwed us over. We're not doing that. We're going straight for the head. We're going for Cody. Um, <laughs> So Kaser goes and talks to Day um, and she tells him again, I can't vote out David, but David will work with us. Um, and Kaser says, I don't think he'll work with us. I think he's with Tyler and Cody. Um, and she says, I, as a black woman, cannot vote out a black man. That just I, I can't do that. Uh, so Kaser says, OK, but will that ever change in the game? Uh, and she says, maybe maybe when we make jury. 
Um, and he's like, well, well, I don't know if we're going to make jury. Um, and he says, okay, I get it, but I like, can, I need to know, like, can you separate that from the game? Um, and day essentially says like, uh, I won't have to because David is with us. Like you're wrong about David. He's with us. So I don't have to separate that from game. Honestly, I think day has a bit of a incorrect read on that. I think she's underestimating how close David and Tyler are. Mm -hmm. Number one. Point number two, I think Kesa needs to be a little less impatient and a little less frenetic about it. Because to me, when Day started saying, I can't vote out a black man, I just can't do it. It kind of reminded me of Vanessa saying, I can't vote out Audrey because we're both mm. LGBT. And we know how that one, <laughs> like how that panned out. So I'm saying that Kesa, in BB, anything is possible. Like, be patient. Don't like push Dave on too much about this. Because, like, just let this, the cards fall as they may, and you might get a Vanessa Audrey situation. So. And, and, here, and here's where I feel like things could change, is that if Day manages to convince Janelle and Kaser, I've got David, we don't need to, like, we don't need to worry about it. And the Kaser and Janelle are finally convinced, okay, if Day and Bay have David and David is with us, then we should be campaigning for David. That's where that tricky situation might come in, where if they give up on Nicole and start campaigning for David, uh, the other side might start thinking, oh, my God, Day and Bay are with Janelle and Kaser and they're trying to pull in David. Well, maybe we need to switch things up. And that could be a little weird. Um Enzo and Tyler talk about the vote. Uh, and again, the biggest obstacle to that happening is Tyler. <clears throat> Tyler is still campaigning for David. He says, if Memphis wants to keep Nicole, that's a surefire sign that his loyalties are more with Janelle and Kaser. Um, because that's, she's obviously with Janelle and Kaser and we need to keep obviously. David. Um, so they're worried about Bay and Day joining forces with Janelle and Kaser and they agree they are keeping David. Um, Janelle is also going to talk with Nicole about how they don't have the votes and they don't know what to do with that. Uh, and so, that's mostly the day there. That's um, the day, not the bidet. Yes, that's, that's not the bidet. It's not the bay day, but it mm. was the day. Um, and uh, any, anything else that you had uh, that you wanted to bring up, Andrew? I wanted to talk about the bridesmaids comment from Nicole Franzel and Janelle. The, oh, that's, oh, yeah. Okay. I think we should talk about it. So is this when she was talking to Kevin? Um, yeah. Yes. So uh, she's talking to Kevin about um, about how Janelle is coming for her and how Rachel Riley hated her and how uh, Big Meech hated her. And Kevin is just like, Kevin's like, is this a problem that you have with like women just hating you? Um, and she's like, well, no, I don't think so. Um, I've got like lots of women friends. Uh, like I have nine bridesmaids. Uh, like, uh, like. Oh, uh, I love this conversation because, like, Nicole Franz, she like said no once, but twice. She's like, I thought Janelle and I were friends. Like, I invited her to my wedding, and I'm, my first thought is, I invite. Like I know plenty of weddings where people who got got invites and weren't friends. Like, <laughs> sometimes you do that. And secondly, like just because you have nine female bridesmaids doesn't mean that they're all like your friends. Like I'm pretty sure Victor has like female like sis like sisters or something. And I just I just thought that that conversation was funny. And and I will say though that Nicole Franzel, to her credit, I don't see her necessarily turning on Danny. So she is right in that she will work with some women. And I do think 
in this particular season, she is working with more women than she's ever done before. Because in EV16 and in 18, she had a showmance, right? Like mm-hmm. she was with the showmance and was kind of like insulated and sconced in bed. This time around, she's a free agent. She's like Vanessa Russo, solo dolo. And I think solo dolo Nicole Franzel, I think is very dangerous. Nicole Franzel without a showmance is like Nicole when she convinced Natalie and Michelle to like nominate Paul mm. and Victor. And I, we're getting that in week three. Andrew, are you saying that people might have jumped the gun a little bit when they freaked out about Franzel saying that she was going to start a women's alliance and then rat them out? You know, it's a possibility or a hashtag hypothetical. <laughs> it's like the theme of this podcast, but yeah. Um, I'm just going to say before we end this podcast, I'm going to buy some Nicole Franzel on my stock watch and let's leave it at that. Mm. All mm. right. That's what we have for you today. It was a long one, I know, but there was a lot to get through from yesterday. Things are continuing to shift and we might start to see uh, more of a split in the house. I can tell you that already Janelle has been up uh, to talk to Memphis this morning and encourage him to backdoor somebody. Uh, she's telling him that David doesn't have the votes to go home and that's bad for him. So he should put somebody else on the block so that David will will go home or uh, even just to send them home. She's back on the backdoor Nicole Franzel idea. Um, And she's got a little more ammo this time because Ian told her how close Franzel and himself were. And we know how Memphis feels about Ian. So um, I still don't think that we'll necessarily get anywhere with that, but she's still continuing to push. And I'll talk about that and more tomorrow morning. At 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, as I update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 22 live feeds. And of course, tomorrow night will be the next edition of the Stock Watch. We will update the prices and we'll see how you guys did in the first week of the game um, and see how the players are doing uh, this week in terms of their game. So, Andrew, where can people find you? Uh, Campbelltown or Broken Hill. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm at, at Andrew W. Shim. Um, that's like shim like m for mary on both instagram and twitter you can also catch me on the big brother australia recaps so and we i also just recorded a podcast of the real weird sisters where we were talking about asian representation in harry potter so go check that out if you want to hear about cho chang there it is. Uh, all right. You can find me, of course, on Twitter at Armstrong Taren and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I'll see you next time. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.